goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends, to the Monday edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour here on WABC. If you want to be part of... Today's program, 800-848-WABC is that number, 800-848-9222. If you were with us on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza this week, you heard um, a live report from Israel. We talked with Joel Rosenberg, who is the founder and who runs all Israel news. He lives in Jerusalem. And he was giving us an update on Saturday of what it was, what the experience was like in the wee hours of the attack there by, I started to say by Iran, but by Hamas, who, of course, is sponsored by Iran. I got a tweet right before the show that I can't even address. It was, it starts off like this. And I will just only read the first part of it, because then before you get into believing that Iran is the evil country that without provocation attacked the innocent Israel, and then consider, look, just last week, Iran's mullah declared once again that they wanted to wipe Israel out. This is nothing new. They are dedicated to wiping Israel off the face of the map. And if anybody in this world, and there was a big story in the Wall Street Journal over the weekend, I I posted it on Twitter, and then of course other news outlets picked it out, where Iran is culpable in this, this action, this war that is going on with Israel. And if anyone thinks otherwise, then they are not following the news. And they have not followed history since the 1970s. Iran is the number one state sponsor of terrorism in the world. They are guilty of blowing up our troops when we were in Iraq with their IEDs made in Iran. They have been a bad actor in fact, one of the other things that I posted on, 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 on Twitter this week was that, look, Iran has been at war with us. I sense since the 80s, but actually it goes into the late 70s with Jimmy Carter. And I am just not going to tolerate intellectually anybody that wants to justify Iran's position in any of this. The government of Iran, not the people of Iran, the government of Iran has been a bad actor in world affairs now going for 50 years. 
where are we right now? Hamas has is making threats that they are going to execute the hostages. Israel is now saying that they are going to, as a second step in their operations, isolate Gaza, a total blockade of Gaza with no electricity, no food supplies getting in, nothing, just isolated. And of course, also predictable, we have the apologists, including members of our own Congress, Democrats, of course, that are apologists for Hamas. And not just in our own Congress, the UN Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, condemned the Hamas terrorist attack against Israel today, but couldn't leave it there, could not leave it there. He said he's deeply distressed by Israel's response. Oh, I see. This terror group goes in, lands, sea, and air attack, kidnaps 150 citizens. By the way, nine Americans are dead. Nine Americans, so far we know, are dead. There is a group of U.S. veterans on their way. In fact, the head of that group, I understand, has already landed in Israel, and a group of veterans are on the way to see if they can get involved in rescue operations. They have done this before in other locations in the world where governments are slow to act. They go in and try to rescue people, and there are already many requests pouring in for this independent group of Americans, American-led civilian force to go in and try to effect rescue operations. But 150 held hostage. If you look at what these people have done, these Hamas terrorists, they took this this girl. She is probably gotten more coverage than many of the others. And after they killed her, they paraded her body naked around. It's 20-something-year-old peacenik girl. She was a conscientious objector to joining the the uh, the Israeli forces, and and what did she get in reward for her wanting peace so badly? They killed her, and then defiled her body. There were other stories. The parents of twins, young toddler twins were able to hide their children successfully from the terrorists, but both of them lost their lives. The terrorists killed, they were newlyweds. They had a young couple, dead. Their kids, their twins will grow up without them. There's the case of the Holocaust survivor grandmother, who they've taken captive. And now Hamas is threatening to kill the hostages. And we have this guy, the General Secretary of the United Nations, saying he's deeply distressed by Israel's response. 
What is Israel's response to declare war on people that have declared war on them, that have used civilians and killed civilians in horrific ways, reminiscent of what ISIS did during their campaign of terror in the world? And what do you have from the United Nations? I'm deeply distressed at Israel and their response. He told reporters, nothing can justify Hamas' attack on Israel. I recognize the legitimate grievances of the Palestinian people. Look. Anyway, I'll just continue. I recognize the legitimate grievances of the Palestinian people, but nothing can justify these acts of terror in the killing, maiming, abduction of civilians. I reiterate my call to immediately cease these attacks and release all hostages. Then he goes on, while I recognize Israel's legitimate security concerns, I also remind Israel that military operations must be conducted in strict accordance with international humanitarian law. I am deeply distressed by today's announcement that Israel will initiate a complete siege of the Gaza Strip. Nothing allowed in, no electricity, no food or fuel. The humanitarian situation in Gaza was extremely dire before these hostilities. Now it will only deteriorate exponentially. You should have thought of that before you declared war on Israel by these heinous actions. Israel will do what they have to do to defend themselves. And then there's Joe Biden. And then there's Joe Biden. What was the White House doing as these attacks were unfolding? Jacob, have you heard what what they were doing over at the White House? Yesterday there was a barbecue, right? Yep, they were holding a barbecue. American citizens being killed, and we don't know yet, the gruesome nature of their deaths. And while that was happening, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, were out having a barbecue in the White House. And then Biden went back into hiding. They put a lid on the presidential uh, activities today, early in the afternoon. He's hiding. He did talk to Netanyahu. But in terms of him making a public statement, coming out, talking to the American people, nope, nowhere to be found. White House says President Joe Biden is not expected to speak or appear in public for the rest of Monday, hours after nine Americans were confirmed dead in Israel. And nine Americans killed over there by terrorists, the President of the United States of America will not speak to the American people about it today. They call the lid early in the morning, 11.46 a.m. Biden's not going to make any further statements. They did, however, the White House take after Rona McPhail, Rona McPhail, Rona McDaniel, over at the RNC. She made a statement that this was an opportunity for Republicans to contrast their positions with those of Joe Biden. White House took great offense to that came out and said how awful that was, how terrible that was. Imagine that, your political opponent saying this is an opportunity 
using this as an opportunity. Now, it may be opportunistic, but it also is true. You have members of the squad out there now that are basically showing their fangs at Israel. They're Democrats. Yes, we should be contrasting who these people are and what they do. I just read, I didn't print it out, didn't have time to print it out right before the show started. There's some NBA player, an ex-NBA player that lives over in Israel, a black guy. I forgot his name. I wasn't much on the National Thug Association in recent decades. I'm sorry, the National Basketball Association. And he went off on... Black Lives Matter and some of these other groups that have been out with this whole pro-Palestinian thing, this anti-Israel attachment of theirs. And it is true. Yesterday demonstrations, some of the pro-Palestinian demonstrations, there's a picture of one that many of you might have seen with some guy holding up a swastika, the Nazi swastika. American flags, Israeli flags being burned in American cities and in other liberal places around the world. BLM demonstrators demonstrating in behalf being anti-Israel. Now, by you companies, you American woke corporations that fueled all of these millions of dollars into BLM, are you happy with what you're seeing now? From BLM, aside from just buying mansions, And real estate, what have they done? Well, they're out in the street again now, protesting against Israel. You happy? How's that woke thing going with you? The White House says that President Biden has been consistently engaged in supporting Israel. Blah-de-blah. Here's what we do know. He's been consistent in making sure that Iran has money. He and Obama both. Obama sent over pallets of cash to, don't ever forget this, in the dead of night, when they thought nobody would see it, the Obama administration sent over pallets of cash to the Iranian on a private jet. And at the time, what did those of us on the right say, why in the world would any American president supply Iran, the number one state sponsor of terrorism in the world, with cash? Joe Biden unfroze $6 billion of their assets. Now, Antony Blinken, our alleged Secretary of State, has said, well, no, 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 none of that $6 billion was used. So the question must be asked, do you believe him? And why would you believe these people in this administration? One of the things I I wrote about a little bit harkens back to that story in Newsweek. Declaring MAGA people domestic terrorists. They want to track MAGA people, the FBI. The DOJ, let's track those MAGA people because they might commit violence. 
once again, here we are sitting on another intelligence failure. Not just Israeli intelligence that failed here, it's American intelligence. All the billions of dollars we pour into intelligence. This was a massive intelligence failure. While we sit around and declare that traditional Catholics are the enemy. While this DOJ and our intelligence community declares that MAGA people, traditional Catholics, parents who are concerned about their children's education, being groomed in the schools of America, being taught unscientific biological nonsense in schools, they are the terrorists. And yet, these billions of dollars that we spend on intelligence, nothing. No warning that this massive attack would come. Today is the birthday of John Lennon. It is also the day that here in New York, Yoko Ono formally opened the three-and-a-half-acre garden at the Strawberry Fields site in New York Central Park. Coming back. WABC, Talk Radio 77, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Your calls are welcome. Do not go away. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. W-A-B-C. Talk Radio 77. And on this day, Ray Charles started his two-week run on the United States singles chart with this one, Hit the Road, Jack. Ray Charles, one of the most iconic American music geniuses. On WABC Talk Radio 77. Americans need to know, despite what Anthony Anthony Blinken says, if American dollars are being used here, and not just the $6 billion that was unfrozen, but if any of the $80 billion in American weaponry, and weaponry doesn't just mean weapons, it also means 
the sophisticated communication that our military uses, whether any of the $80 billion that Joe Biden, with his inept, immoral, cut and cut and run actions in Afghanistan, if any of that weaponry has been given to some of these terrorists. The American people deserve to know if any of the billions of dollars that Obama handed to Iran, as well as this $6 billion that Antony Blinken claims hasn't been used, has in fact been used to fund this feckless attack on Israel, targeting innocent civilians, including babies and women. The number of women that were captured by these terrorists and what people fear is being done to them truly does spark terror. the desecration of their bodies after they're being killed, parading them around like like slabs of meat. Americans should also be asking themselves about these anti-Israeli legislators in the Democrat Party. Corey Bush among them, Anna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar is going kind of dark, haven't heard anything from her. Haven't heard that much from AOC. She's spoken up a little bit. But where are these other members of the squad who are so proudly anti-Israel all the time? Why aren't they being grilled by the mainstream press? Well, that would take an effort by the mainstream media who themselves have an anti-Israel bias at times. So doubtful that they would harm their own politically. We should also be demanding to know what's going on in the State Department of the United States. One of their first reactions was to call for a ceasefire. They withdrew that quickly. Ted Cruz leapt all over that, Senator Ted Cruz, and they pulled that one off. There's political news happening in the United States. Very quickly, Robert Kennedy Jr., as expected, has said he's not running as a Democrat. He's going to run as an independent. Says it's painful to leave the Democrat Party. Of course, this is the party of it. Kevin McCarthy now changed his tune. He's saying, you know, I'm open to a comeback if these guys can't. These guys can't pick a new speaker. And, oh, the moderates. How dare us not have a speaker? Matt Gates is to blame. In this time of crisis, we have no leadership. I got news for you. There was no leadership in the Republican Party, even when you said there was leadership. So don't give us that. Let's take a break. Prince. Yeah. 
You won't see photos of this much or the video on this one. 1981, North American tour of the Rolling Stones at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in liberal Los Angeles. Prince was the opening act. What do you think happened? In liberal Los Angeles, Prince, dressed in his controversial bikini briefs and trench coat, had to run off the stage 15 minutes into his performance because the crowd was booing him so hard and throwing beer cans at him. Prince. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You know, when you cover the history of music like we do here, or we attempt to do, you begin to notice things. A few weeks back, we talked about the death of this woman, Nona Hendrix. The beautiful, beautiful Nona Hendrix. With LaBelle. Today is her heavenly birthday, Nona Hendrix, born 1944. You want to give it a go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kitschy, kitschy. And you know whose birthday it all... Is it a birthday? It is a birthday, I believe. It is. It's Rod Temperton's birthday. Now, last week, we just talked about... Rod Temperton was the anniversary of, of his death. Just last week, Rod Temperton, the genius songwriter for Michael Jackson, worked with Quincy, George Benson, Brothers Johnson, Pete Wave, and so many more. Heavenly birthday for Rod Temperton today, too. I want to get to your calls because people have called in, and I want to take calls. I want to just run quickly before we get to calls a few more stories. This guy, they will not leave him alone. Jack Phillips, the owner of the Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado. Supreme Court already ruled on this, but the LGBTQ plus community will not leave this guy alone. He's back in court again because he refused to bake a cake celebrating someone's gender transition. It goes against his Christian beliefs. They're going to keep going at this. In Colorado, by the way, their state laws are very hostile toward Christians who have this religious belief. Just put it out there. So we'll see what happens there. Big story about it today. I don't want to go into the details of the story, but you can find it there. You can find the story, by the way. Fox News has it. Daily BS has it. A few other outlets on this the masterpiece baker out there in Colorado. United Auto Workers are expanding their strike. Now it's hitting Mack Truck Facility. Tomorrow on this show, we're scheduled to talk with the author Lee Smith. Lee Smith has done some incredible digging. Now you think Iran is an issue over there. Iran is an issue here. 
and we will explain there was an Iranian spy ring that was busted a few weeks ago. Didn't get in any press at all. But we're going to talk about the significance of that tomorrow with the author Lee Smith. So please, among other things that we'll discuss tomorrow, make sure you're here for that. I started talking about Kevin. Kevin! Kevin McCarthy is sounding pretty forceful. He says now's the time for action. He told Joe Biden, hey, come off and get the barbecues. There's work to do here. We need to rescue American hostages. And a group of these moderates around him, see, see, this is what it's like with no leadership. As I said, Earl, we didn't have leadership when you thought we had leadership. There was no real leadership in terms of what the base wants from the Republican Party. So stop with that. Bibi Netanyahu has told Joe Biden that they're going to put ground troops in Gaza. They're going to isolate it first, then they're going with ground troops in there. There's another article. This is in the Daily BS today. Green groups that have backed Palestine offer justifications and silence. All these environmentalist wacko groups, they along with the whole left coalition like the BLM, and all these people that are so anti-Israel, now they're quiet. Nothing to say about these massive terror attacks. Also, we've gotten word that terrorists are infiltrating Israel from Lebanon. Another one of these fronts. This, these, the fighting is still fierce. Joel Rosenberg, All Israeli News, posted a, a piece earlier, I don't have it in front of me, but he said, look, you have to remember, given Israel's population, if you contrast it, Americans have 30 times more of the population, America, than Israel. And so if you look at the number of dead, injured, and all that, he said the equivalent would be if you looked at, at our 9-11 and you did the same ratio based on population, that would have been like America losing 23,000 people. The losses that they have suffered here. Let me get to the telephones real quickly. There, are, I want to hear what people have to say. Liam in Houston, Texas. Let's go to you first, Liam. How are you? Welcome to Boston Early's Rush Hour. Liam, going once. Liam, going twice. I'll tell you what. Let's Hello? go yes, to... I'm here. Okay, Liam, uh, your I point, think... please. Yes. Um, okay, so thank you for allowing me to, to join your program here. Uh, I just want to make a, a few points here. Um, I have my, I just hung up with my uh, my my friend that's in the that's currently on uh, on base in Israel. Um, he's part of the reserves. Um, I hung up with my friend that that lives in Israel um, that is actually uh, rehab rehabbing after an injury, and I hung up with my other friend in Jerusalem. Um, people have to understand that the dynamics in Israel is very different than here. Um, you know, it's not just like a military operation. The entire country is affected because uh, what happens is, is the doctors are now not available for, for people because of, you know, the injuries and the things that they go on once the war starts. Uh, stores are shut because employees aren't there to be able to, to, to work uh, because they're, they're out in the military. And, um, 
you know, it, it's it, life isn't normal. I mean, and, and as, as long as this war is going to happen, it's it's very different and it's very difficult. So, yeah, we're used to, you know, um, uh, separating like a, a military from from regular people. But that's not the case over there. You know, it, it's it's all one. It's all intertwined and connected. So I just wanted people to understand how this affects the lives of regular civilians over there in Israel. You made a point brilliantly. Thank you. And again, Israel's population is not ours. The way that Israel uh, operates its military is different than ours. And you make some excellent points. Thank you so much, Liam, for the call. Victor in New Jersey, you are up next. Oh, you mentioned earlier the millions of military U.S. equipment left in Afghanistan, and I've never heard it mentioned before as to whether that military equipment is being used against the Israelis. And not only that, that military equipment should have been sent to the Ukraine to help them against the communist Russians. And I also want to refer you to the movie Munich. Midway, you'll see one of these psychos talking to an Israeli agent, getting uh, the agenda to get retribution for what they did in Munich over there. So I just wanted the public to know, and you reiterated what I was about to bring to your attention. Thank you so much. This $80 billion, $80 billion that you paid for, $80 billion of military hardware that we left, there is no accountability for whose hands it is in. And some of it could very it could be spread out all over the world by this point. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party left it there. And yes, I got another text. Israel is the size like Dade or Broward County or Palm Beach County together. It is, Israel is a small country in terms of real estate. You can fit it into New York City several times, the entire country. And, that's, and they are surrounded by enemies. This is a grave matter. Bob, in North Babylon, you're on next. Okay. Um, thanks for hearing me. Um, the population, or the Jewish um, population in the United States is maybe 7, 8 million. The population for the total um, Jewish population in the world is about 15 million. They lost millions of people because of the Holocaust. The Jewish people have found out that if you want a helping hand, look at your end of your own arm. They they do it themselves. They know it'll be done. They can't depend upon anybody. And the thing is that that when some of these Americans don't realize Israel never burnt an American flag, and 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 yet these people support the countries that burn American flags. It's ridiculous. It's, it's shameful. Ridiculous. It, it is shameful. Thank you, Bob. It is shameful to see these American flags and Israeli flags being burned together at these liberal demonstrations. Judith, in Brooklyn, you are up next on WABC. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I'm very concerned about these live hostages that they have, and they have them booby-trapped and whatever. Um, some of them are like two-year-olds that they snatch from their mothers and put in birdcage, I hear, and all kinds. Yes. And it's very scary. So here I'm thinking to myself, I really wish that maybe – uh, not Israel per se, or someone in Israel, some group, whatever, independently, perhaps, 
could go in and take their own hostages, primarily imams, because these imams are the ones that also are part of the problem over there. And I think that if you take these imams as hostages, then you have something to deal with and say, you want these imams back? You people want your imams back? You bring, you give us back our hostages, we'll give you back yours. Hmm. Interesting thought. I don't know. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to think about that before I give an opinion on it. Interesting. Judith, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Adam, calling in from Florida, United States of America. How are you, Adam? Uh, proud to be an American. That's all I have to say. Uh, my daughter's in Israel, but she's on the north side in, uh, by Haifa, and thank God we got her coming home on uh, next Monday. And number two, didn't Trump almost have the Iranian people and uh, the Iranian country in bankruptcy and almost ready to overthrow their government over there because they were tired of that regime? And then Biden goes ahead and builds Iran back up. How does that make any sense? Now, the thing is, <clears throat> with all due respect, I don't believe that the Iranian regime was weakened enough, even under Trump, to say that it could be toppled. Trump certainly did not give them anything like Obama did, send pallets of cash over there. But let me say this to you, and, and all this talk about what's going on in Israel right now, and we are looking at Israel, this problem is not going to be stopped until Iran is stopped. And I don't think there is the political will of anybody in this world right now to take on Iran. Not that they can't be beaten. It just would take an incredible amount of resources and political will. It's time for us to check in with Lou Dobbs. We're going to come back with more of your calls on WABC. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away. 1965. The Beatles start a four-week run at number one on United States of America's singles charts with this. One of the most beautiful songs ever written. Paul McCartney. Yesterday. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Birthday 1937, Pat Burke from the Foundation. Baby, now that I found you, and of course, build me up Buttercup. They're big ones. On WABC. Uh, yeah, sports yesterday was a very, it was a mixed day. There was some good stuff in football, some bad stuff. I guess we start with uh, the bad stuff. The 49ers predictably kicked the Cowboys behinds. Let me see what else happened that was 
The rest of it was... No, the other bad thing. The Jets won. <laughs> they, they, the Jets pulled out a game against the Broncos. That's not... But then there was good news. The Giants got whipped by the lowly Dolphins. I don't care what the Dolphins are in standing. They're always going to be low. The Dolphins beat them. And perhaps the best news, the Patriots got shut out 34 to nothing. Nice. That's a good day. That's a good football score. Oh, All don't right. forget the Lions. Don't forget the Lions. They beat the Panthers at home. Who cares? I care. I'm from Michigan. Oh. Partially oh. from Michigan. I'm partially Oh, okay. Because I don't know anybody that really follows the Lions. It's like... Yeah, I didn't follow them until the season. The seasons are very good. The entire state is 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 living up. Okay, they're partying. I even forget that the, that Michigan has a team. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, you know what it's time for. Yes, it's time, ladies and gentlemen. Plus, it's James Golden, aka Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. You got to get right to your point. Let's go to Alex in Mountain View, California. Please, right to your point. Uh, uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu must kill every member of Hamas and accept the sacrifice of those hostages. It's the only way to stop this from happening ever again. Whoa. These are, these are some rough statements we're getting here today. Terry in Bayside, you're up next. Hail Columbus. All right, Bo, and you know what, Bo? Listen, they're running up the score on us now, the hard left. They're knocking down statues. They're getting their way with everything else. And I could just tell the people out there, you want to get the hard left mad? Take away race quotas. Take away illegal immigration. Stop legal immigration. Stop the big, juicy welfare programs, and you'll have a hard left going nuts. But the politicians won't do it. you got to demand it. Demand it. And, Bo, my signature, go Buchanan, go. Thank you, Bob. In Yonkers, you are up next on WABC Rapid Phones. How are you? Bo, the bleeding heart liberals in this country have blood on their hands, starting with Biden. What are they waiting for? Send the Navy SEALs in. Wipe out the whole son of a bitches. Whoa. Tony, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, you are up next on WABC. James Golden, a good American. I love your program, and you're quite a guy. Hey, listen, I read your book, Rush on the Radio. Couldn't put it down. I also read Rush Limbaugh's book, published in 1993, See, I Told You So, and Ain't It So, What Rush Said. I was just talking about that with Princess Di. So many things that Rush said, we are now referring back to as we go through these tumultuous times. We leave you today with this one from John Lennon. It is John Lennon's Lennon's birthday. There's nothing more suiting than leaving with John Lennon on WABC. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you your family, your loved ones in these tumultuous times. Love and gratitude for you being here with me and allowing me to be with you. God willing, we will see you tomorrow for Tuesdays. Both Snurley's Rush Hour.